All right, everybody. I'm out here in Africa, outside under a tree, looking at some goats. And <laughs> there's seriously cows and goats all over the place, just randomly. It's pretty interesting. But I was supposed to go home yesterday to the beautiful land of America, the God-blessed state of Texas, to be exact. But I am staying in Africa for an extra seven days. If you would like to guess why, you can do so on your own. But yeah, I'll just come out and say it. I popped positive on my PCR test the day before flying out. So they have a seven-day you know, thing where you have to test negative and all that stuff. So staying here for seven days, uh, a little bummed about it. But also, uh, I know that God is going to use this time uh, for his for his glory and for his purpose and for a reason. So I'm using it as an opportunity to begin a book that I wanted to write about Africa, which is going it was supposed to be called 10 days in Africa, but now it's going to be pushed to 21 days in Africa. So that's kind of a funny change of the book already. So it's going to be good. Uh, hopefully this audio sounds good. I am on my headphones out here under a tree. I uh, did not bring my podcast gear out here. So sorry for the poor quality if it is that. Um, but man, I will say, I was thinking about it. I'm, I went on a little walk, just wrote an episode for the pod um, on my computer and just wanted to come stretch my back out a little bit. And I got the idea to just do a little a little update for you guys via audio since that is, uh, I feel like the best way to communicate. Um, social media is so scattered and blasted with so many things it's it's uh i just really like audio it's what i grew up on with radio and stuff so it's been great to be able to have that outlet and just having people that actually care and listen and grow in their faith as i grow in mine but i was thinking as walking that man life is a lot easier to deal with when your faith is strong like when things go wrong it is a lot easier on my heart and my mind, especially uh, when I know that God is going to use things for his good, uh, for my good and for the situation at hand and for the other lives that are out here, you know? So as bummed as I was yesterday when we got to the airport and got turned away um, with suitcases packed and all, drove like two hours through Africa traffic to get there and then didn't get back home until like 10 o'clock. It was crazy, man. It was crazy long day yesterday but just realizing that all right use this time wisely you know don't soak in your situation like use it and use it as motivation and fuel to get done some things that you're supposed to get done and uh, one of those things is writing the book about Africa because it's been wild here I'm telling you like the amount of stuff that's happened here has been so surreal and just the experience man a lot of writing comes from experience a lot of authors that are at their best you know they live their lives and then they write about it and uh it's called empirical wisdom shout out jeff the weird for kind of teaching me about that uh it's in in regards to like your experiences shape you and just kind of shape your thoughts and the way that you live your life and coming out here has definitely been something good for my heart it's been good for my mind and my perspective on the way uh it is back home and just being grateful for the life that we live in america man um these people struggle out here man it's it's a it's a third world country and it shows, you know, like 
their houses are built out of sticks and bricks and they fall apart there's roofs with holes in them They're, they cook outside in what they call a kitchen i would call you know a place to store your your, your junk honestly you know it's it's crazy and uh, not to be you know crass or anything but that's just a reality you know we have it so good they don't even have fridges out here you know it's like they don't they don't like drinks with ice they drink their their cokes when they're blessed enough to have a coke they drink it warm so there's so much to share about everything out here we met with some widows one of them was 100 years old and was dancing <laughs> when, when we came because she she loves uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law because they've been a blessing to her and she was dancing and she fell on me while dancing and i was like hey <laughs> she threw it back you know like uh man it was just funny and there's just a lot to share man a lot of a lot has happened here I don't want to give away too much because I want y'all to read the book because I think it'll be, and that's the thing, man. I, I've been in my family now for going on five years. My wife and I will be married in five years uh, coming up this April. And to tell you the truth, my wife has been here like five times now. And my mother-in-law, I would always ask questions about Subi. And until you come, you really don't know. You really don't understand. You don't grasp the the weight of like what is going on here at this at this ministry out here so i want to write in a way that would bring a light to this place and just a light to africa in general and just realizing that they have so much joy for the lord here yet their situation is just so hard they never know where their next meal is coming from they eat foods that just fill their bellies they eat with their hands you know it's uh they just got phones out here and they have to pay for airtime. you know so it's like if they have a phone, they got to find money to pay for like their minutes. So like back in the day, you know, there's no addresses. There's no mailboxes. Uh, very few people have vehicles. There's lots of like taxis and motor and um, like little scooters that take people around town. Uh, everybody sells the same things. Everybody sells like oranges or um, yeah, like oranges, lemons, sinking uh, potatoes and this thing called chapati, which is just kind of like tortillas. Their bread, their bread out here is very limited and just the food out here is very limited, you know? So it's just been wild to experience. We've been obviously at a place that's, you know, safe and um, we have all our needs taken care of here, which is a great thing and a blessing. But there's so many, you know, you, you leave this village or you leave this Subi, to be honest, like this, the school and the compound that we're at and you go out to the village and man, it's just a struggle. But luckily we put... Um, my in-laws put electricity and water out here so it actually grew the village quite a bit and people have little businesses out here and stuff like that so they're able to still gather enough money to uh, survive for the day but it's all survival out here and when you're living in a place of survival it's just it's a different energy you know it's every day is uh, resourceful and um, and to be honest man there's not there's just not a lot of opportunities out here there's no there's not businesses you know what I mean there's there's not corporations to give you jobs. There's not very much gig work other than the taxis and, and selling stuff on the side of the street. You know, it's the education system here is flawed and broken and and whatnot. So that's why they started the school out here to educate the kids so that they can have a better future. And right now, they, they've been locked down twice here where they couldn't even go to school in Africa. You know, so we have... 
the kids coming back. They just got announced December 31st that they can come back to school and uh, on January 10th. So the, the, teach, the teachers, the parents, and everybody that's involved in the school system out here for SUBI had 11-day notice to get everything going. You know, So the desks were put up. Um, the, the students don't have uniforms. All their old uniforms that they had uh, from the past have gotten so small on them because they've grown so much since the lockdowns. So that's why if you guys see me on Facebook and uh, Instagram, we've been trying to raise money for the school uniforms because the parents can't afford them because they haven't been able to work since everything's been going on with this COVID nonsense. So, you know, COVID has affected a lot of people in America, but at the same time, bro, it's affected so much more people overseas, like to the point where it's just like, man, it's just so heavy. And like, they were already struggling, you know, and it's just like, just pushing them down further. And you can really tell like classism exists here as far as like the upper class and then just low class. There's no middle class. And if you if you want me to be honest, like a lot of my studies since being here is like seeing that America is falling into the same patterns of pushing people into the slave class and having the elites, you know, the, the wealth gap is huge. It's separated so much so that they, they pretend that uh, wage wage rates are increasing. Oh, you're making 15 bucks an hour. But in reality, it's like inflation is at 7%. Uh, and just the numbers that they tell you is way higher. It's probably about 12 to 15%. Uh, and it's only increasing. So that, that affects us, the people that are, you know, middle class and and working. You know, it doesn't affect the people that are ahead of the corporations and have a whole bunch of stock and this, this, and that. But you guys get, get my drift. But classism is being pushed around the world. They want to be the, the, the Fed and the big corporations and the least. They want to have the, the power to... Uh, lend the money and they want to own everything so it's it's crazy but i don't want to get into that that's kind of financial stuff but i do want to just talk about like that fundraising thing and just tell you guys i'm i'm very grateful because i mean you, you know dog you know nobody like to ask for money b all right but when you see that a hundred dollars here literally feeds people for months because of how the u.s dollar has power here and you can just see the smile on their faces when you drop bags of food off at their house. And you can just see them fall to their knees and say thank you. Like for a big bag of rice that costs America, in America, like if you sent $10 here, it could seriously feed somebody for a month. It's crazy. So raising the money for the school uniforms puts a big um, blessing on not only the kids' face, where they have clean clothes and can wear the logo of their school with pride, but it also puts a big smile on the face of the parents because they have school fees and they can afford those school fees. And that's why Subi also has a sponsorship program where American, uh, good heart Americans and uh, believers in God and just good people, man. They'd they be, they be uh, carrying a lot of the load uh, for the sponsorship program, at least. And that's only $30 a month. And you have a relationship with the kid that you sponsor, they send you letters and update you how school's going. You send them pictures of your family, and uh, they do like yearly goodie bags around Christmas time, and it's just a cool thing, man. It's it's really making a difference, you know. And uh, the the Bible talks a lot about you know taking care of the orphans, the widows, and the sick and the poor, and it's like that's all out here, guys. That's all out here. So it's been incredible to come out here and just help uh, raise some funds for them. I've had a lot of people contribute so far for the GoFundMe and just donating to the subiproject.com 
uh, donate page as well, which is even better because that goes directly without the fees and stuff like that of the GoFundMe. So I hate asking for money, guys, but at the same time, it's like, bro, my, 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 if I'm not even obedient enough to ask for help for this place, then how, how am I going to be obedient to anything else God calls me to do? You know, and how, how, how like kind of, cause that's the ego thing too. Like if you're over here just afraid to ask for money cause you don't want people to, to think certain things about you or like offend people and stuff like that or annoy people. It's like, that's all ego. You know, it's like, if, if you're going to get salty at me for asking, <laughs> asking for help for like African kids, like that are like struggling out here, like then so be it. You know what I mean? But that's more of a me thing than a you thing. It's just kind of me vocalizing, uh, my, my uncomfortability with asking for help. But we already had an episode about that. If you guys heard that one, that was a good one. Um, but yeah, man, God bless me with two Fiverr orders in the last 24 hours since uh, being stuck here. That was super cool. Um, so obviously, you know, two, when we've been getting super low numbers in the last couple months, two in 24 hours is a big deal. So that was awesome to see. Uh, canceled my flight. We're still waiting to see if we're going to be able to get the refund or, or what when it comes to that. So praying that all is smooth. We literally did it like two hours before the flight which was wild, had like no internet connection at the restaurant we went to. Oh man, it was just, it was hectic, but woke up, got a good day, a good night's sleep. It's weird being nine hours on the other side of the world. My wife and I talk for like a few hours, like maybe two, three hours every day. And then I go to sleep. So she was bummed. She's ready for me to come home. She's 29 weeks pregnant. Malachi's two, a toddler. We're not even in our own space yet. So she's at uh, my in-law's house right now waiting for me to get back. And we're still trying to get this house before the baby comes. And so this just delays things even further. Uh, But we're trying our best, man, to just be faithful and uh, just trust in God and wait on the Lord to come through for us. Um, And and it also helps coming here to just kind of realize, like, yo, your problems are not as big of a deal as they could be you know and but don't get me wrong problems are problems and that was part of my message that i preached this past sunday to uh people in africa because it's like man it's hard to come here as an american and be like what can i preach about you know like what but also at the same time it's like man they 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 really think america is like heaven on earth and granted it's dope but america has problems uh just like africa has problems not like the same problems but where i come from problems are problems can i get an amen for that but yeah, man, if you're listening to this, much respect to you for tuning in on this crappy microphone that I'm on. I'm outside. You probably hear the wind. Probably hear my feet walking on leaves. But yeah, man, what else can I tell you guys about this place, man? Yeah, man, the kids are dope, man. They're just, you know, it's it's interesting because kids, I don't know. I feel like I've always had like a good rapport with kids, you know, like because I'm silly, I'm goofy. And I think I've realized one of my favorite reasons I enjoy children is because they don't judge you. They don't have like this pre-existing notion in their head of like what a white person is or what a American is or what, um, and that's me speaking in African kids terms, but even in America, it's like there's kids that, that are just, they're just vibing. You know, I think kids are cool cause they're just vibing, you know, and, uh, it's fun to be like silly with them and joke with them and take them you know, seriously and not act like they're a nuisance and bothersome, you know, and just, and just, and and just speak that truth and that life into them, 
And so, like, this being out here has really opened my eyes to, like, man, kids are just fun, man. They're, they're cool to be around. They're, they're cool to learn from, too, man. I, man, this kid Moses out here has blown me away with his just, like, spiritual wisdom. And I'm going to write, like, a little thing about him in my book because he's been, like, my favorite kid out here. Uh, probably because he speaks the best English, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> I can actually understand what he's saying, you know. Uh, and he can understand me. We just have good talks, you know. But he's just over here just spiritually wise, man. And I just feel bad, you know. It's like you want to help everybody when you're out here. You just want to take out your pocket, your money out of your pocket, and just be like, here, here. You Like, it goes so far. Here, you take it. But, man, it's weird because there's not, like, rules here. Uh, but there is things you don't do, you know, like... There's 220 kids. You can't just pull out money out of your pocket and give it to one of the kids and be like, here, go buy the bike that you want or go go give this to your family. You know, as much as you want to do that, it doesn't set up um, a good look for everybody else that goes to the school because, like, then the one kid finds out, tells other kids, next thing you know, they're all going to be asking for the same thing or being jealous. Like, they're so jealous out here, guys, to the point of, like, if a kid gets a bike, other kids will slash the, the, the tires on the bike because they didn't get a bike like jealousy is so real out here it's a big spirit out here even like with uh adults you know like uh juliet my sister-in-law we had like an introduction for her for her to meet her uh soon-to-be husband like like it was kind of like a culturally traditional thing for what you do before you get married in uganda and uh she had like the celebration it was a party she got gifts all this right tell me how people that went to this party stole her stuff like just took it and ran so the jealousy out here is real the need for things out here is real uh, but also it's like there's it's, it's so interesting it's the yin and yang principle i really believe this that things are so bad here as far as poverty so extreme but the joy of the lord here is so extreme as well um the, the suffering here is so extreme, but the, the faith is so strong here. You know, it's so interesting. And the dependence on God is strong here, too. It's like their provider really is God. You know, it's like they rely on him for everything here, you know, for clothing, for food, for jobs. And it's just, man, we have it so good in America. And even, man, the fact, like, here's something that's just like you don't even think about, like, at all. Because we're so used to, like, goodness. Um, the roads, like, are so nice in America. Like, there's bumps on the road sometimes, and it's frustrating. And you're like, why don't they fix this pothole, stinking Greg Abbott? <laughs> you know, we just get salty at the governor. Why are these roads bumpy? Do we really need speed bumps in this neighborhood? But in Africa... The roads are so terrible. Like, I'm talking, you're bumping in the car. You're bouncing around like a penny in a piggy bank the whole time you're in the car. I'm over here holding on to the handle for dear life. Like, I'm in the Amazon just, we're going to go see the dinosaurs, right? You know, like, it is wild out here. And, like, yesterday we're on the way to the airport and we took a detour to see uh, the main pastor. His name's David. Uh, the pastor David's house that he's building out here. And he's like, we're going to take a small detour so I can show you the house. And I was like, do we have to? Can you just show us a picture? Is it on Zillow? <laughs> There's no Zillow out here, guys. 
<laughs> there's no mailboxes. There's definitely no Zillow, right? So, um, so we take the detour, and bro, we're going up like the most bumpy road ever, like to see this dude's house. And I'm like so salty because we're on the way to the airport. Uh, not gonna lie to you guys, I already knew I popped positive for the vid, and I was just gonna, you know, try to okie doke my way onto the flight. Uh, it did not work. Got busted. Uh, but don't want to give up too, many, too much information about that. But um, hey, you know, hey, shoot or shoot. You know what I mean? Trying to get home. Trying to get home to see my family. All right. But anyway, so we took the detour and I was already kind of like salty. And also everybody like wants to ride out with us wherever we go. So like we're like we're like some immigrants in a van, bro. Like we're smushed up in there. There's so many people. It's hot up in there. So it's definitely like we're out here on a missions trip for sure, bro. Like <laughs> it's just been wild. So I'm grateful for the roads back home. I'm grateful for addresses, you know, uh, the food out here, like my wife likes the food out here. I think she's crazy though. Cause the food out here has, has been kind of trash to be honest. Um, like I'm a big fan of rice and beans, but like when you have rice and beans that have like African spices on it, like too many nights in a row, you just start to feel like, bro, I don't want any food, you know? And it's like, all, they're, bro, they're so carb heavy. Like there ain't no protein out here. <laughs> oh man. So I thought I was going to lose weight out here, but my body don't like carbs. So I guess we'll lose weight another time. Oh man, I feel like I'm rambling now, but hopefully you guys have enjoyed this uh, update episode for you guys. Um, it was more so just to get this kind of off my chest about everything that's been happening here. Uh, and also I haven't put out an episode in a couple of weeks. I put out the one with Lisa. Uh, hopefully you guys liked that one. Uh, it was a good conversation. Uh, but man, I wrote a couple heaters, man, that I'm that I'm excited to get home and record for you guys. Uh, some really good ones, man. So I'm hoping that we can grow the podcast this year in 2022. We've been kind of like at a, a little bit of a stagnant place lately. We've been getting like, you know, um, what are the numbers recently? Like, you know, 40 to 50 episodes, 40 to 50 listens an episode when we were at like um, probably like 80 to 120 per episode. Uh, in the middle of 2021, and I don't know what happened. Um, and I'm not like worried about it or anything like that. I know that people come and go and whatnot, but I, I just want to hopefully we could take it up a level and just reach more people. Um, I'm grateful for the people that be listening still, man. You already know, know that's the truth. Um, and it's just been cool to be out here and preach the word, man, and being on stage. Uh, let me talk about that for a second. That was a really cool experience, man. We had uh, the first night we first day we got here, I gave a message at like the celebration for New Year's Eve, and uh, it was really cool. I did a sermon about uh, the woman with the issue with blood and reaching out and touching God, uh, Jesus's robe to be more specific, and uh, it was just a good message, man. And uh, I had a translator up there, David, Pastor David, he translated for me. And uh, it was cool because three people, uh, three kids accepted Christ. So that was a cool feeling because that was my first time seeing that. And I was actually the one at the end of the sermon asking, you know, if like you want to accept Christ today, raise your hand. And like the, the, the oldest teenage girl did so first. She had uh, dreads with some blue tips in the dreads. It was kind of funny because she had really cool hair. And uh, I don't know why it was funny. It was just kind of surprising because a lot of the girls out here have like shaved heads. And she had over here a full head of hair with... Um, Blue, blue tips you know I was like oh hey anyway um so that was awesome and then I got to preach the Sunday before we left uh the day after we got the vid test and uh so I preached I was late we were late coming back to the church because it took so long to go get the vid test and then uh came back and was excited to preach had a great message about giving glory to God and 
Uh, the energy was really good in the room. Had a lot of people come up and just show love afterwards. And I even asked people like what their favorite part was and they remembered their favorite part like on the spot. And uh, even my brother-in-law uh, to be, Juliet's uh, husband to be named Elijah, uh, he's a prophet. And uh, he came up to me and was like, you are a great writer, you should write a book. And I'm like, bro, that's confirmation. And he said it right in front of my father-in-law who I've also been talking to about the book and whatnot. So. Uh, it's been cool. So, yeah, man, I'm excited because I started, I started working on a book about my faith journey, but I feel like it's not done yet. You know what I mean? It's not like I have a few chapters that are still to come, if that makes sense. Like, it doesn't feel ready yet. Uh, so, one of the chapters is called, on the book I was already writing, it's called On the Other Side of the Pond. And it's all about trying to get into, like, our house and how much of a, like, process that has been. And just, there's so many spiritual lessons in waiting on this house. I'm telling you, there, it's been it's been crazy, right? So uh, I want to share that story, but I'm not in the house yet, so I can't really write about it until it's finished for the most part. You know, I'm taking notes and stuff, but anyway, don't want to get too wordy on that. But anyway, so the book I'm writing now is obviously about Africa. I'm starting it today. I kind of wanted to do the podcast to kind of give myself a uh, accountability because, you know, sometimes you feel like, all right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then you're like, ah, you find like an excuse not to do it because I don't know, it's just a big commitment, but so yeah, so it's going to be called 10 Days in Africa. Now I think it's going to be called 21 Days in Africa. Uh, my, my mother-in-law gave me a funny idea to like put 10 days in Africa and then cross out the 10 and put 21 because I think that would be hilarious because of us just getting stuck here. But yeah, man, that's what happens. That's a risk you take when you come to a foreign land during the times of COVID. And uh, have you guys seen that they thinking came out and told the truth, the CDC, about the comorbidities and just how people had, that people that died uh, with COVID instead of from COVID all because like Biden's poll numbers are dropping. So the truth is coming out now and midterms are coming up. So they're panicking and cause they couldn't actually, they couldn't pass that bill, the build back better bill, which had uh, elections uh, where they were going to federalize federally control all elections. So therefore they can't cheat this year, this time around as easily, especially now that, you know, Trump exposed that the possibility is real. So like they're, they're scrambling now. So like, that's good news though, because like I feel that that the truth is going to continue to come out, and it's been nice because your boy been preaching about this stuff for a while now. So it's nice to see some validation on the other side when they start uh, admitting the truth and stuff. Now they're saying the vaccine doesn't stop trans uh, doesn't stop transmission from the virus uh, spreading. So that's hilarious too. Uh, not hilarious in a way that's like you know rude or anything, but just hilarious because like they legit censor ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine as being, you know, uh, COVID treatments, which they are, and they prevent people from dying, but uh, they censored all that so that you would get the vax and the boosters, and now uh, they're recanting on their previous statements, which is what they've been doing all along, and I hope that everybody that listens to this show is awake to what has been happening, not just with the vaccines, but with just the globalism and global agenda global economy is falling oil is going to continue to rise in price uh, which means that all other things will rise in price because of transporting the goods from one part of the country to the other part of the country because of trucks you know they burn a lot of fuel so as gas goes up food will go up food is already going up so just be ready guys make sure you're not spending your money now on things that don't matter uh, make sure you have some stored away for when things rise and your paychecks don't rise. Um, recommend investing. I, I don't like doing this, but I'll, I'll say it. 
Um, I recommend investing in some oil stocks that give good dividends, and it's just gonna continue ripping through the roof, especially now that everybody knows what's going on with COVID, the world's waking up, travel is gonna come back, um, and, and everything is made with oil. You know, everything you can think of, water bottles, footballs, plastics, everything you can think of is made with oil. So it's not going anywhere. Even the batteries inside of uh, electronic vehicles are made with uh, oil. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, oil is used to burn electricity. Electricity isn't going anywhere. Solar is not the solution, uh, at least right now, uh, with the way it's shaping out to be. So just be smart, man. Just be just be ready to go. You know, follow what the Fed is doing. If the Fed says they're going to raise interest rates, chances are they're not going to. They're known to say one thing and do the other. So that means cheap money is going to still be out there, which means capitalize on that. Uh, it means the markets, they might be down right now, but they're not going to be down for a while uh, or forever, I should say. So think long term. I've, I've always been a big voice for silver. Uh, and Bitcoin and, and gold, but that's just because once the debt market bubble pops, those are going to be the things that are going to be valuable, commodity heavy, and whatnot. So, yeah, man, I'm just trying to tell, tell my people now, like I've been telling with the vaccine stuff and the COVID nonsense, but uh, I don't want to get too, <laughs> yeah, I always get too off topic out here. So, apologize about that. But at the same time, man, it's just like what's going on right now. And it's good to be aware. It's good to have voices that are a little bit different than the mainstream media narrative. Uh, CNN, their ratings have tanked because they've got exposed for so many things. Um, like playing with oneself on a Zoom call and then still having their job. Fascinating. Uh, and then, yeah, so many other things. You know, Tapper, Jake, Jake Tapper the other day uh, getting accused of all sorts of things. But... Yeah, man, it's the world we're living in right now. Uh, the, the it's been it's been going on for a while. This um, sinister evilness, screwing the middle class, screwing the people that work hard for the for the sense of gain for the elites and the corporations. You know, BlackRock uh, buying up all single family homes at twenty percent over market value, and then making the nation become a nation of renters. So therefore, you can't own property. So therefore, you can't build wealth. So yeah, man, all this is happening right in front of us and I just want us to be on the other side of it or on the correct side of it. And we can also capitalize from it. You know, we can, we can make sure we know what's going on and we can be good stewards of money in a way that protects not only you, but your family for generations to come. Uh, I don't want, want my people that listen to the show taking on excess credit debts, pay down those debts as fast as possible. Um, so yeah. Man, we're about 30 minutes deep on this. I was, I was thinking it was going to be like 10 minutes, but lots of updates for you guys. Uh, what else, man? So, yeah, man, that's basically, I don't want to go too long on this thing, but I just wanted to kind of bring some light to the situation and just um, kind of fill you in what's going on, that your boy won't be back in the States for at least another seven days. And I'm just praying that nobody else in my my mother-in-law and sister stayed behind. My father-in-law went back because he had to go to work. Um, but I'm praying that none of, them, none of the other ones that are with me right now pop a positive. So please pray for me on that. Pray that we're able to get home back safely, full refund of the flight. So you guys have been awesome. We raised all the money to get here to Africa, which has been incredible, guys. So cool. Even I had to stink in, get a, so the ticket price was $18.50, right? And I had to get a yellow fever uh, shot to come here. And you guys know I don't really rock with vaccines like that. So I tried everything in my power to get out of that one. But luckily, the yellow fever has been around for a while, and they're not manipulating it like they are with this mRNA 
vaccine and stuff like that. So I did my research and felt a little bit more comfortable with it. Um, I still didn't want to get it. I almost okie okie doked it by saying I had a um, egg allergy. <laughs> but I just went through with it because your boy didn't want to get malaria or yellow fever out here. So um, it made sense to take that. And they take it really serious out here, the yellow fever one, because people really do be dying from that out here. So got that. That was $200. And then there was another thing that, that came up. Oh, we had to take all the, we had to pay for all the COVID tests, which that is a money grab in itself. Oh my gosh. Like we've paid so much money for tests already out here. Um, and then you have to pay, you have to pay for them to test you at the airport. You have to pay for the test beforehand. You have to pay for the test before you leave. If you test positive, you have to pay for it again. So we've just been spending money out here. So luckily what the whole thing of me saying that was, is that we raised like, I think 300 or like I think it was like $500 extra than our goal. So that was incredible because that went to all the travel expenses and stuff like that. And it was super helpful to my family. So uh, real talk. Thank you so much. We're, we've been, I think I told you guys on the other episode, we've just been in a little bit of a lull season when it comes to income. Um, but I know God's going to sustain and he's faithful. He, like I said, he already gave, he already blessed with two Fiverr orders today. Um, and then, you know, we got the shirts are being shipped out in a couple weeks and just trying to come up with solutions to not have to, you know, go back and get a, a J-O-B when God has me on another mission, clearly, you know, and I don't want to, um, <laughs> how can I say this, uh, without coming off, um, once, once you were, like, I'll just be honest, man, <laughs> this is a very honest episode, as always, once you get to a place of, like, being your own boss and being, having that time to do the things that, you know, you feel led to do and called to do. Once you have that time open for yourself and you're able to see the fruit of those blessings and the fruit of that time and just use that time wisely. Like I'm not over here chilling on the couch. You know what I mean? Like your boy out here, like creating, innovating ideas, investing. Like there's, there's things that I'm able to do now because I've detached myself from being an employee. And I don't, I don't feel like God would take me all the way here to, to this level where I'm at right now for me just to go back and get a J-O-B for income. And I read somewhere that was very powerful. It says America's greatest addiction, or I don't even think it was America. It was, I think it was said people's greatest addiction is their monthly income because it's like people feel they can't detach themselves from the money that they have coming in all the time because they become dependent on it because they start spending like that. I've always been one of those people that has spent very wisely. I've always been a good steward with money. I've always found a way to make money from doing different things, comedy, writing, making shirts, bracelets. Um, what else have I done? Uh, like gig economy stuff, producing shows. Like there's, there's things, there's ways to make money in this country that we live in in America. There's a way to innovate. There's a way to hustle. There's, there's, there's money out there to be made. And <laughs> there's, there's just, there's just things that I feel like I don't want to be somebody that I want, honestly, when you're trying to lead people to Christ, you want your, your life to back up what Christ calls you, what Christ calls all of us to do, which is, you know, be good stewards of money, spread the gospel, um, be faithful to him, trust in the Lord to provide for every need. There's so many things that, that he promises us once we, once we faithfully surrender it all to him. And being able to do that has allowed me to feel like I'm living in a way that is the, is the light. You know, it's like, it's hard to inspire people when you're doing what everybody else is doing, you know, and it's hard to motivate people to think outside the box if you're living in the same box as everybody else. So 
not to say that a job is, you know, a bad thing at all by any means. It's just not what my calling is. You know, it's not what, it's not, I didn't feel joy. I didn't feel, I didn't feel purpose there. I felt very redundant. I felt very um, constrained, you know, especially at my last spot. I had to wear the mask. My boss was like talking about, are you going to get the vax? Like, but buddy, like I already told you like my stance on everything. Like I was very clear with you, you know, and like the way, the way that all went down was all for a reason. You know, it, it led me to the RV. It led me to taking a chance. It led me to making really solid money on, on Fiverr in 2021, which was incredible because I was just writing for a living and I've retained some of my clients from there. I'm getting some new ones back and the gift of that he gave me of writing is still there. Like that wasn't taken away. He took away my gigs on Fiverr, but he didn't take away my favor. And he probably only took away my gigs on Fiverr because I needed him to. Like I had a lot of stuff going on. I was trying to get ready and prepared for us to be in the house. I was making moves for that. Uh, And also I write wedding speeches as majority of my, my, uh, my work on there. There ain't no weddings happening in November and December, you know, for the most part, that's not wedding season. So it's like, realizing this has all been very good and healthy for my growing in my faith and in just my progress as a believer in Christ. And it's just, I want to encourage you guys because I know, and you know, what's awesome about a job too. Uh, I will say this. A lot of people work jobs that are their calling that are their dream job. Like that's awesome. That's so cool. But like at the same time, it's like society sometimes feels the need to like make you feel like you have to be doing something that they tell you to do, you know? And I'm just not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to feed into that, you know, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to speak on it. I'm going to vocalize it because there's obviously an internal struggle that I feel with it sometimes, especially when the door is knocking and I know that Ezekiel is about to be born. I'm about to have three kids before 30, you know, I'm about to have a mortgage. I'm about to, about to do all the things, you know, and I just want to be smart, man. I just want to make sure that I set my family up uh, the way uh, God wants me to, as well as, you know, making sure that I'm able to do his will instead of the world's will, you know, and um, that's just as real as I can get, you know, obviously I would love to have a steady income, like that'd be incredible, you know, that'd be great, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be awesome, and I understand why it is the greatest addiction, I get it, you know, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice addiction, you know, you're like, hey, we can buy that, because I got money coming in next week, you know, or, oh yeah, we can go on that trip, because I got money coming in next week, but when you're when you're dependent on God as your Jira, your Jehovah, when you're over here like, yo, Lord, when, when you gonna bless with an order? When you gonna come through with a fiber? When you gonna come through with more shirt shirt orders? Or when you gonna come through with book sales? That's when that's when you're like, all right, that's all on God. You know, it's it's not on it's not necessarily on man. I mean, you have supporters for sure, but God stirs the hearts of your supporters to support you, and that's real. You know, like with the GoFundMe thing, I almost didn't do it because I felt like it was too late. Uh, people don't really care. Uh, I've already asked people to buy shirts for the season two Armani Vibe with Jesus shirts. Uh, I'm already like over here asking people to listen to the show. You know, it's like how much more can can they do? But it's also how much more can God do? Because God stirs the hearts of the people that are going to help you out. You know, God God is the one that that uses you to help them and bring value to their life so that they can bring value to your life as well. God put them in your life for a reason. You know, it's like you're to bless them and they're to bless you in ways that that you need so bro obviously a lot's been shaped shaken up a lot been happening out here um i feel good about it i mean i'm looking at some mountains right now i mean they're african mountains so they ain't that big or nothing like that but i'm out here in the greenery it's very jungle vibes uh it's the same weather all year round so it's freezing back in texas right now and it feels good here so 
it's it's a blessing, man. So we're gonna we're gonna treat it like a blessing. We're gonna write this book. We're gonna write these these orders that we had come through. Um, we're just gonna keep, you know, being a light for Jesus. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, maybe we'll get to preach again on Sunday. We'll see. You know, I'll, I'll throw my hat in the ring, see if David wants another week off, and then get back up there and do it all over again. You know, and the kids just started school on January 10th, so we're gonna pop in see how they're doing. So there's lots to be done still. Uh, the work is never finished. And just realize that I couldn't do it, what I'm doing without you guys. Uh, it'd be very, very hard uh, to have the motivation and the, 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 the validation and the, and the affirmation that we're doing the right thing by pursuing God instead of pursuing worldly things. You know, because like I see sometimes, man, somebody will post like a video of like them doing stand up. And I'm like, dang, I miss that dog. I miss the feeling of being on stage, getting that big laugh, having fun cracking jokes with the crowd doing crowd work man i miss it i miss it i miss it but also it's like no 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 god called you to tell people about his son you know it's like could i do that in comedy though can i make a joke about jesus jesus's brother james like what was up with him like what did he do how come he wasn't blessed (laughs) was he jealous (laughs) oh man i'm getting silly over here but at the same time yo like it's, it's, it's sometimes tempting, man, to go back and just start doing, you know, stand-up. I did it I did it once. I went to Mad Hatter, did a set. I was working on some jokes for a guy on Fiverr. And I was like, yo, let me go try these jokes out, have some fun, hang out with people uh, that I used to do comedy with. And it was a good time, you know. But at the same time, that's not like my purpose of what I need to be doing every day, you know. And it's like every day I'm trying to get closer to God, running after his heart, trying to write these books, trying to write these episodes, trying to just bring the word to the people and... Uh, just keep growing, man. That's what it's about, growing in our faith. So I hope you're growing in yours. I hope this year is a blessed one for you guys. I hope it's prosperous. I hope um, you're you're able to handle the situations and the storms that you go through, knowing that you got God on your side. And just realize, man, that people have it way worse somewhere else in the world. And if you threw all your problems into a, a big pile as did everybody else in the world, I guarantee you'd pick up your pile again. So uh, just remember that. Just have have faith, man. And also, being out here showed me that, man, we need to slow it down, bro. We're so busy in America. Oh, my gosh. We're so busy. So slow it down a little bit. Uh, it's easier to hear the voice of God when you slow it down. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Take it easy on yourself. Um, you know, write down your goals Write down 20 goals and then do the first five. You know, like, don't even worry about the last 15. That's what Warren Buffett said. Um, It's a good quote. I like it. So just be smart, guys. Be smart. Uh, Be vigilant. Realize what's going on around us. Realize what the enemy's trying to do with the vax and everything else that's going on um, that are against our rights. Uh, Be on the lookout for the midterms coming up in November. Um, Don't put your faith in a political leader, that's for sure. But just be on the lookout what they're going to throw our way. Um, like I said, have some have a rainy day fund ready to go for when prices go up because they come in, especially uh, once oil keeps rocking and rolling. It's at $80 a barrel. It's probably going to go to 100 real soon, which means gas prices through the roof, which means airline tickets through the roof, which means food is going to be through the roof. So just be ready, shoddy. Get a Tesla or something. Uh, no, I'm playing. But all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you listening. Uh, go ahead and give this show a five-star review on Apple. 
so more people find it. Go ahead and share it on your social medias. Go ahead and uh, just keep supporting the show. Also, bro, if you guys want to contribute to the to the fundraiser, that'd be incredible. Uh, it's asubiproject.com. You can donate directly there, and you can put what it's for on the website. If you would like to sponsor a child, uh, that would be incredible. You can even choose your child. Let me know. Shoot me a message. I can help you with the process. My boy Mikey's going to do it, uh, which is awesome. Shout out Mikey Musto. You can go to thesubiproject.com, and you can find like where it talks about sponsoring kids. Uh, hit me up anytime if you are curious about that. I'd love to connect you uh, with the Subi Project because they're just doing incredible things out here. 222 kids getting educated empowered and equipped to go out there and change the world and their communities and Uganda as a whole, as well as, you know, supplying, uh, I think they have like 29 people on staff here, giving them steady paychecks and good jobs. So man, a lot of money goes into it out here. So, um, please be a helping hand. Uh, if you guys want to create your tithing system to be the Subi, that'd be real. You know, that's, that's a, that's a real thing you could do. That'd be tangible fruit for your life. All right. So much love, guys. Appreciate you listening. Uh, tell a friend about I Like Birds podcast. Uh, the shirts will be out soon. I got word. Uh, they're all paid for. They should be shipped and delivered within the next two weeks. Appreciate your patience on that. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer when you have to wait on other people to do that. But at the same time, it's like, bro, they're shipping out like, I think like 50 shirts or something like that. So um, I don't have 50 boxes or patience to write 50 addresses on boxes. So uh, much love to you guys. Thank you again. Be on the lookout for just more stuff about I Like Birds, man. We actually changed our website. I don't know if I told you guys this yet. Uh, our domain name was coming up to uh, be renewed, and I actually decided to change it to I Like Birds Ministry.com. I Like Birds Ministry.com instead of I Like Birds Podcast. I Like Birds Ministry.com because we're in ministry, bro. Especially since we're out here, man, it's starting to really see that, like, yo, you are the ministry wherever you go, you know, and it's, it doesn't have to just be a podcast. You know, it can be books, it can be, the people you're talking to, it could be the sermons on Sunday. It could be the people that you're just chatting it up with and giving your testimonies to. It's like, we are a living testimony, you know, and God uses our stories for his glory. All right. So remember that, uh, never be too shy to talk about God. Cause remember he bends down his ear to listen when we talk about him. So show love to the King of Kings, the Prince of Peace, the Alpha and the Omega, and make sure you just keep being that light y'all. All right. Much love to you guys. Uh, check out the episode with Lisa. If you haven't yet, let me know what you think. Haven't really heard any uh, feedback from it, so I'd love to know your thoughts uh, either about this one or the one with Lisa. Uh, much love to you guys. I'll be out here for another week. Pray for the kid. And don't forget, uh, check out thesubiproject.com. I have the GoFundMe on my uh, Facebook and Instagram link in bio and all that stuff. All right, guys. Much love to you guys. Be easy. Be good. Be blessed. Think about you all. Care about you, my fellow birds. Love you. Bye. <laughs>